Blog Talk Radio. With backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izzard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9, for wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss wellness, wholeness, and wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9, only on AM 860 WWDB. It's time for you to start making more money. Find out about the low-risk, wealth-building method millionaires use. They invest in real estate. And now in Philly, Real Estate Riches can show you how. You don't need a fortune to get started. You need a coach. I just follow the program. I follow the, all the steps, did everything you're supposed to do, and I wound up right before Christmas with $16,000 extra dollars in my pocket. A lot of my friends who have gone to um, make real estate purchases have basically ever paid for their property. Real Estate Riches teaches you how to make money right away with real estate, which is when the money's supposed to be made. Why waste money on useless books and tapes when you have local experts right here in Philly? Come to our Real Estate Riches free workshop. No cost, no obligation, and it's fun. But seating is extremely limited, so you must call. Come on, Philly. Call 267-231-3920. That's 267-231-3920. Or check us out at realestateriches.com. AMA 60 WWDB is your exclusive financial information station right here in the Delaware Valley, addressing all areas of investments such as stocks, mutual funds, real estate, and so much more. Our investment specialists give you insight on how you can make and protect more of your money. Now as the exclusive home for IMAS in the morning, AMA 60 WWDB is also your source for news and entertainment on your drive into work. All this and great money talk too, right here on AMA 60 WWDB, the Delaware Valley only Money Talk Radio. When you turn on the radio and hear the Dow is up 40 points, do you really know what that means to your portfolio? If you answer no, you're not alone. Most investors follow what the media wants them to know and are not able to find out what is really taking place on Wall Street. Anyone that has money invested in the stock market needs to be able to get through all the noise and find out the real story. Here at Penn Financial Group, we sift through the numbers for you and give you our view of the market and how it will affect your portfolio. To sign up for a free daily commentary that breaks down the market action, please go to penfinancialgroup.com. Again, that's P-E-N-N financialgroup.com. Let Penn Financial Group be your daily insider into the market with our free commentary available at penfinancialgroup.com. The opinions and statements expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of WWDB, its staff, or management. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Call with your questions or comments at 610-664-4100. Now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Good morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast today, February 3, 2007. And good evening to those of you who will be listening to a rebroadcast 12 hours later or 12 hours from now, tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on the Seventh Wave Network. A link for that is on my site. Also, our prayers are going out to those in Florida dealing with that uh, tornado this morning. 
Um, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard at WWDB 860 on the AM dial and Voice America Radio's 7th Wave Network. This program is now simulcast, as you know, on an international internet station, Voice America Radio's 7th Wave Network. Uh, to call into the program... Um, from outside the Pennsylvania area today, you may have some difficulty because there's something technical going on that's making that uh, difficult. But you can give it a try at 866-909-9855. If you're at your computer, you can always email us at wellnessradio at amtherapies.com, and then we'll deal with your question uh, through the Internet. Local callers can call 610-664-4100 and um, also send emails during the show. On this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapies shared here after consulting with your physician. Last Saturday, our guest was um, Ken Williamson, owner of the All Natural Market and Cafe Organica. At that show's end, we uh, discussed the herb chaparral and the yoga asana Parsva Upavista Konasana. If you missed that show, you can go to my website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio show link, scroll down to the show you want, and click the button under it to listen to the show. If you want to set up an appointment with me, call 610-687-6184. And for general information, call 610-660-7710. Later, when we open those phone lines, call in at 610-664-4100 for locals, and 866-909-9855. And you can ask a question of our guest. Our guest today is our friend Dr. Mario Orsati from the Transcendental Meditation Organization founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. At the end of the program, we will discuss uh, the herb Chaste Tree and the Asana Pavrita Juna Sirsasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. Uh, this comes from Waterside Productions Incorporated. Study, dogs help with a plethora of ailments. According to a recent study, dogs may be man's best friend in more ways than previously thought. The study written by Dr. Deborah Wells of Queen's University in Belfast for the British Journal of Health Psychiatry found that dog owners tend to suffer less from ill health, have lower cholesterol, and lower blood pressure. Citing a 1995 study, Dr. Wells stated that dog, dog, dog owners who had suffered heart attacks were 8.5% more likely to be alive one year following their heart attacks than patients that did not own dogs. Quote, it is possible that dogs can directly promote our well-being by buffering us from stress. The ownership of a dog can also lead to increases in physical activity and psychological human health in a more indirect manner, end quote, Dr. Wells. Dr. Aaron Katcher, Emeritus Professor of Psychiatry at the University of Pennsylvania, has found, quote, much evidence that social support is a critical variable in the recovery from many serious biological disorders, including psychiatric illness, end quote, uh, during the course of his studies on human and animal interaction. Uh, a 2005 report cited by Dr. Wells written by the Tetsnanan Institute of Technology in Israel, indicates that interaction with canine companions has therapeutic benefits for people with schizophrenia, providing emotional support and reality-testing impetus. 
quote, I was diagnosed with schizophrenia, she said. And she was uh, 17. And then at the age of 19, a new psychiatrist told her that she should have her parents get her a therapy dog. Uh, This was Sarah Lane. Uh, She put this report on www.doggynews.com. She said that her Sheltie Molly Jones was a one and a half years old, and although she was never properly trained to um, or received her TDI, Therapy Dogs International Certification, from the state, she was the best therapy she could ever ask for, constantly keeping her busy, active, happier than ever. That story was by David Gutierrez uh, for News Target. So people, hold on to your dog. Okay, as I said earlier, our guest is Dr. Mario Orsatti. Uh, He's the director of American University's research study on the effects of transcendental meditation technique on student brain development, health, and academic performance. Uh, This $1.5 million study is the largest, best-controlled study on the effects of meditation on students ever conducted. He is also the director of collegiate programs for the David Lynch Foundation for Consciousness-Based Education and World Peace a nonprofit that is funding programs for teaching meditation in schools throughout the United States. Dr. Orsati has lectured throughout the United States about the effects and benefits of transcendental meditation for students and teachers. Dr. Orsati started practicing uh, the transcendental meditation technique. I will be referring to transcendental meditation as TM. Uh, in the, uh, he uh, what do you call it? practice started practicing in 1970 at the Marquette University. In 1973, he began studying to be a teacher of the technique with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Maharishi is the Indian sage considered most responsible for the upsurge of interest in meditation that currently exists in our culture. Dr. Orsati has also been instrumental in the establishment of Maharishi University of Management in Fairfield, Iowa. It's the first accredited university where the practice of meditation is an integral part of the curriculum for all its students. Mario served as the university's dean of students and later as a senior fellow of the university's federally funded research center, the Institute of Natural Medicine and Prevention. Good morning, Dr. Orsadi. How are you? Hi. I'm so glad to have you today. Um, One of the things I recall most vividly from my childhood is that one of the earliest uh, gifts I was given by my father was a book um, by um, the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi uh, and about TM, and I've cherished it ever since. Um, Where exactly are are you from, uh, Mario? Well, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm especially pleased to be on your program today. Thank you. I went to grade school and high school in Philadelphia. Okay. And I have a lot of family who still live in Philadelphia. I think you better call me Joey during this program because that's what they call me. (laughs) So they know who this person is. (laughs) Who's that Mario she's talking to? (laughs) Very good. Well, now, when did you start meditating and what got you started? I I was uh, a school teacher in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just... uh, following my undergraduate uh, graduation at Marquette University. And, uh, you know, I had a good friend. I I was one of those people, unlike yourself and your father, you know, your father obviously had some 
sense and, and was open to the idea of meditation. I wasn't. Uh, it's not that I was a bad person. I just thought it wasn't <laughs> for me. You know, I, yeah. I uh, was uh, maybe a hyper type of person, but I liked being hyper <laughs> and uh, very active. I felt uh, I wanted to be as creative as I could be, and I, I had the idea in my mind that I didn't know much about meditation. I hadn't heard, you know, what do we hear about it? You know, and, uh, what I thought was, oh, that's for people who want to get away, and, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe they, they can't handle things. I didn't know what, but I didn't want any parts of it. Uh, and I had a good friend, my best friend, who... Uh, went off to New York one summer, came back, and he said, "Oh, I meditate." And I thought, "Whew, <laughs> you know, well, on? it's you know, it's a fad or something. He's going to do it for a couple of days. We all do goofy things, you know." But he didn't stop doing it. Every, you know, we, I'd say, "Let's go to dinner." He'd say, "Well, you know, I'm going to meditate first, and then." And I, I said, "Didn't you do that already? You did it yesterday." <laughs> you know? And uh, he kept doing it, but. I, I'll tell you, I gave him a bad time until I really recognized that he was changing. He was happier, more focused, and he was an actor. He was oh. a, a professional actor, and I went to see him in a play. That's what changed my mind, because I had seen him perform many times before, but this time he was so much more confident. His clarity was so great. And, you know, you'd say, oh, he was hot. You know, it's like a performer, you know, it's like an athlete. He was on so totally. And I, I took him to dinner afterwards, and uh, I said, you know, you were fantastic, and uh, you're, you're just talents bursting out. Does it have anything to do with this meditation you're doing? And he said yes, and I immediately said, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. I want to do it. <laughs> I want that. And he said, well, this is a type of meditation you need to learn. Um, at that time... There were uh, experts that had been trained by Marshy that were traveling around the United States teaching, and I waited for the next one to come to the University of Wisconsin there in Milwaukee, and I, I took the course. And that convinced me it wasn't about relaxing. Okay. Oh, well, you didn't have to stop that abruptly, but oh, okay. thank you. That's okay. Hold that thought. Uh, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Our program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies with my main office in the Tubala Plaza building, Suite 300 in Ballakinwood, Pennsylvania. Visit my website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office at 610-687-6184 for appointments. We're now simulcast on Voice America Radio's 7th Wave Network. And good morning to all of you new listeners. Go to my site for their link if you haven't already done so. Stay tuned for our return with Dr. Mario Orsati or Joey from the Transcendental Meditation Organization founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. We are talking about the organization, the university, their Peace in the Schools initiative, and much more. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. 
Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi life therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izard's radio program each Saturday morning at 9 on AM860 WWDB. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9, only on AM 860 WWDB. Yes, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. I welcome you to participate in my blog so I can get your feedback. Today, we are talking to, with, Dr. Mario Orsati from the Transcendental Meditation Organization founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Uh, We're talking about the organization, the university, and their peace initiative in the schools. Um, Dr. Orsati, you were telling us uh, about your initial experience with TM. Well, you know, I, I think what really motivated me to uh, make a career out of uh, Transcendental Meditation was I started it myself. I found it extremely profound, beneficial, practical. Uh, I had more energy. I was less stressed. I was nicer. I wasn't in a bad mood when I got tired. I, you know, it really had such a practical impact. But I was teaching in an inner-city school at the time. And what struck me most was, although in 1970 when I started doing this, meditation was really quite foreign. I mean, if you told somebody you were a meditator, you know, they thought you were strange. Mm -hmm. In my school, I felt, you know, this technique, this particular transcendental meditation technique that Maharishi began teaching in the 1950s brought to the West, it's so natural. It could be learned by my junior high school students. And wouldn't it make a tremendous difference in their lives? Because, you know, you're learning in schools. You're under all this pressure. There's all this information to take in. There's tests, and there's all those social pressures that you have with peers and with your parents and with your teachers. And I thought, now, here's something that's just as important as these young people learning reading, writing, and arithmetic. That This is learning how to develop themselves from the inside, how to increase their, their mind's liveliness, intelligence, creativity. Well, and, okay, before we really get into that part of it, because I really want to get into the details of that aspect, what is TM? What makes it unique? Because there are some people who really aren't familiar with what TM is, how it works, 
Yeah, I think people in general are familiar with the idea of meditation, closing your eyes and going within. Now, where are you going? Uh, many di- there are many different techniques of meditation and many different goals for meditation. This is transcendental meditation, and it's called that because transcendental means going beyond, going beyond the gross or surface level of thinking. And maybe what helped me to understand it best was an old analogy or example. The mind, you can say, is like an ocean. On the surface of the ocean, there are waves, and then if you dive in, there's quiet, it becomes quieter. You go deeper, it's quieter. Now, the mind is like that. It, you know, that level of activity we all experience during the day where our mind's busy, busy, that's the surface. Transcendental meditation is a technique that allows the mind to get off of that surface level and just settle down, experience those quieter levels of thinking and quieter levels and get to the source of thought. Now, what's that source of thought? That's like the flat, sandy bottom of the ocean. That's, that's that area from where all the thoughts come up. And that's a tremendous area of silent, lively consciousness. And by experiencing that, it's not only nice to get away from all that chaotic thinking you know, on the surface, it actually awakens the mind's inner quietness so that we can bring it out with us and have it with us when we're behaving. Well, now, what, what makes it unique from other forms of meditation? Well, it's a simple and natural technique for experiencing these quieter levels of awareness. You know, uh, a lot of your listeners have been trying meditation. You know, when I started, people weren't doing it. But so many people in the United States, I think, you know, an article um, I saw in Barron's that quoted a study at Harvard in 2003 found that one out of five Americans, almost 19% of Americans, are now practicing some form of mind-body therapy. And meditation is at the top of the list of those therapies. So that means that as many as one in 10 Americans is trying some form of meditation. And they're familiar that most forms involve some concentration of the mind. You know, you try to still the mind so that it's not so active. Or some form of contemplation, like Buddhist types of meditation uh, that are very popular, mindfulness. Try to be aware of what am I thinking, why am I thinking it, where is the thought coming from. Now, of course, prayer is a form, a contemplative form of meditation as well, and a lot of people pray regularly. What's the difference between that and TM? TM doesn't involve any concentration or contemplation. It's not trying to think about something, or it's not trying to hold the mind or control it. You learn in a course a natural way to have the mind just flow easily and spontaneously, like dive, learning how to dive, dive within. And about six million people in, in the world have learned this technique over the last 50 years. Uh, people of all religions, all different backgrounds, cultures. And right now, the big, I think, uh, trend is to make this available 
to children in schools starting at the age of about 10. It can be learned. And, and to have people learn it at that young age because that's the age when you're developing, and that's an ideal age to be developing your full potential. I think also one of the most unique aspects of TM is the extensive research that has been done to support all of the different benefits um, resulting from TM. What are the levels of instruction and what happens during practice? Well, during the practice, the mind settles down. It experiences finer perception of thinking, refines perception, and brings that expanded awareness. And it, you experience during TM a unique state of restful alertness. Now, this happens in the mind and also in the body because, as your program points out and helps people to understand, the mind and body are intimately connected. So as the mind settles down, the body settles down also to experience that same inner restful alertness. And, you know, uh, Parthenia, when this research first began in the 1970s at Harvard Medical School and UCLA Medical School, the scientists were really surprised that with the level of rest that the body and mind gained. You know, during a night's sleep, over about your first six, seven hours of sleep, you gain the deepest point of sleep, you know, that deep sleep. And when scientists measure the level of rest, they measure oxygen consumption. That's like the amount of fuel you're burning. And in deep sleep, you're burning about 8% less oxygen. During transcendental meditation, in 20 minutes, scientists found people are burning about 16 to 20% less oxygen. Well, now, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because we did get an email question asking why is it that stilling the mind, stilling the mind in TM is so beneficial, and that was from Al Staten. Um, I believe he's in New York State. Uh, thank you for that question, uh, Mr. Staten. Um, yeah, so can you sort of... Um... Yeah, I mean, Al, it's, it's a good point. Is it, why is that so good? It isn't just taking a break. I mean, when we sleep, we're... You know, we're taking a break. Or when we just sit down and lay back and take a nap, we're taking a break. But in, in meditation, when the mind goes inward, this brings the mind to these very profound, quiet, alert levels. And the body does the same thing. Now, let me give a couple of examples, Parthenia, of what happens, what science has found is happening. First of all, the oxygen consumption and level of rest becomes very profound. Secondly, the biochemistry changes. We know now that for every state of mind, there's corresponding physiology, there's corresponding biochemistry. When you get upset, you know that your body produces stress hormones. Those are This biochemistry of stress we recognize is at the basis of the feeling of tension and anxiety and depression that we have. That's why to help people with mental problems, we give them psychotropic drugs. They, those drugs change the way the physiology is functioning. But transcendental meditation is a natural way to release these bio, the biochemistry of stress. Cortisol, which is a stress hormone, has been found to be reduced significantly during meditation 
and stays low afterwards when compared with just sitting with your eyes closed resting. Now, this is all a very beneficial thing for your health because stress, as you've pointed point out in your program, is now recognized by modern medicine to be the cause of possibly 80% of all diseases. Not just heart disease, which is very obvious, but all diseases have a component where stress is a complicating or causal factor. So that's the health area, the benefit of stilling the mind or naturally bringing the mind into its own inner quietness. And it doesn't take a, a lot of time either. I mean, how much time are you talking about in actual practice time? Well, what's found to be the most beneficial, what produces the best results, is to do it every day, first thing when you get up for 20 minutes, and then in the middle of your active day, again, for 20 minutes. So 20 minutes twice a day has been found to be the ideal routine for practicing TM, and, and that produces the maximum benefit. Mm-hmm. Now, children, I have to say, are recommended to practice less. In schools, uh, junior high school students might do it 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, well, it's obvious you're chomping at the bit to talk about the children. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead with that. I'm going to go with the flow with that. Let's, let's get into some of your research with uh, children, uh, students in general. Well, I think, uh, you know, the teachers, school teachers who are listening to your program are going to know what I'm talking about here, that our schools are just stress factories. I don't think people who don't work in schools really realize how stressful schools are for both students and teachers. You know, we were, we're really facing an epidemic of stress. The Surgeon General said recently that our society, people are swimming in a sea of stress, and if that's the case, our children are drowning in stress. Yes. Ten million students are taking antidepressant medication right now. Two million students, children suffer from learning disorders that are stress-related. One in 12 teens suffers from high blood pressure. And, you know, in the minority communities, that's one in five teens. One in 10 children between the ages of two and five are are beginning to show teenage levels of anxiety and fear. Uh, 20% of college students report being depressed. 44% of college students are binge drinkers. Suicide's the third leading cause of death among teenagers. Now, am I excited about talking about the effects of TM on students? Uh, You're darn right I am, because TM is a simple, natural way without throwing drugs at at kids who are going to have to take them for the rest of their lives with terrible side effects. TM's a natural way that's been scientifically validated to decrease anxiety, decrease depression, reduce blood pressure, reduce substance abuse, have people be calmer and improve at the same time their academic performance. Now, if this isn't a good thing, uh, I don't know what is. Okay, um, we got another email, and I I just want to get this information to her, and this might be a good time to give your web address. She asked if there, this is Carolyn O'Dell. She asked if there is a practitioner in South Bend, Indiana. Yes, 
and Carolyn, go to tm.org, and you'll see that there's a link there that says uh, find a certified TM teacher, and then you put in your zip code, and, and they'll tell you where one is in your area. Okay, thank you, Carolyn, for calling. Um, okay, yeah. So now, but how do you approach the school districts? Uh, it's, how do you get them to even go along with bringing TM into the schools? Well, you know, in the past years, you just can't believe the numbers, and a lot of it. Your show is an expression of this. There's a rising interest in yoga and meditation in our culture. Uh, you know, you don't have to force teachers and school districts to look into this because so many teachers are already practicing yoga. They're already uh, enthusiastic about alternative medical approaches. What what I have been doing this past year, uh, Parthenia, is speaking at education conferences all around the United States, which really helps oh, get you know, provide in-depth information to school principals and teachers. Okay, hold that thought for me. Uh, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Our program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies with my main office in the Two Bala Plaza building, Suite 300, in Bala Kinwood, Pennsylvania. Visit my website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office for general information at 610-660-7710. Uh, good morning to those of you new to the program from the Seventh Wave Network. Stay tuned for our return with Dr. Mario Orsati from the Transcendental Meditation Organization founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural healthcare practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with an holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9, only on AM 860 WWDB. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi life therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard's radio program each Saturday morning at 9 on AM 860 WWDB. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Our guest next week, February 10, 2007, will be Mike Cook, author of Thrive, an almost holistic approach to the workplace. 
Now we are talking with Dr. Mario Orsati from the Transcendental Meditation Organization founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. If you want to send us, uh, ask us a question, because we're having those technical difficulties with the 800 number, feel free to email us at wellnessradio at amtherapies.com. Locals can call us at 610-664-4100. Okay, uh, Dr. Orsati, yeah. you were talking about um, what was going on in the schools or what we can do in the schools and how you get schools to participate. Um, is there? What can you tell us about TM and how it affects the behavior of students uh, in schools? Well, I, I wish every one of your listeners could just visit one of these schools where Transcendental Meditation, TM, is being practiced by the students and teachers. They have a quiet time, just 10 minutes every morning, every afternoon. It's amazing to watch your typical children, very boisterous and active, just settle down and experience this inner quietness. I, let me just say as an aside uh, that your, all your listeners can watch an NBC Today show uh, feature that was done on a Detroit school that has been doing this for the past seven, seven years. Okay, good. Uh, you can just go to uh, davidlynchfoundation.org, and you'll see a link right on the home page for NBC. You just click on it, it'll open right up, and you'll watch an incredible five- to seven-minute feature by the Today Show, which is the most watched morning news program in America, showing what it's like for the teachers and students. And they'll talk about the University of Michigan Medical School research that was done showing that the students not only were less stressed as a result of this program, but also had better grades than students at other schools who were controlled with them. Can you so, share some of that research with us? The research that's been done on students, this is really remarkable. Uh, for the last 20 years, uh, probably six to 700 major research studies have been done in different, in over 200 universities and research institutes showing that the practice, that twice-a-day practice of this natural technique of meditation improves mind, develops mental potential, increases perception, improves memory, increases creativity and intelligence, and academic performance. Psychologically, it in decreases anxiety and improves self-confidence. In terms of behavior, it improves one's ability to relate to other people more appreciatively. You know, it improves relationships. And probably most important to those of us in education and in society, here's a technique that can help an atmosphere of a school or, for that matter, a city to be better, more harmonious, because stress is a causal factor in promoting antisocial behavior like violence. So that's why this, uh, you mentioned earlier, the David Lynch Foundation, which is funding a lot of these programs in schools, is called the Lynch Foundation for Consciousness-Based Education and World Peace. Because if you want peace, you're going to need to start it at the individual level. It's nothing like legislating it or trying to make people peaceful. 
this is a, an approach to have peace come from within. Well, now it's even beneficial for athletes. Um, there, there's research. I mean, you have. I think on the website you actually have links to the actual research um, documentation. So those of you who are very much into that can go to the website. Can you give that website again? Well, I I mentioned the davidlynchfoundation.org, and another one that's all about schools is stressfreeschools.org, stressfreeschools.org. And that one's delightful because right on the home page, there's all the links to all the research, but there's also photos of doctors, school principals, students. Just click on the photo and hear them talking about it. It's, it's incredible. Well, now, they also talk about uh, a study where um, the crime rate in whatever the area was where all of these meditators were practicing uh, actually went down. Um, there were documented, you know, there was documented proof of the crime rate going down and uh, general uh, improvement in how people were interacting with each other and all of that. So it's, it's, it's amazing sociological research. And and Parthenia, you know, it isn't just one research study. Now, almost 50 different research studies done in different cities have found that if you have either in a neighborhood or in a city a sufficiently large percentage of people practicing transcendental meditation. When I say sufficiently large, I mean as much as 1%. Mm-hmm. It's found that indicators of stress, like violent crime, uh, these, these indicators of, of social stress come down. Now, that's an amazing thing. And if you talk to any of the school principals uh, who, who have their schools practicing TM, like Dr. George Rutherford, who's a very prominent school principal here in Washington, D.C. He'll tell you that he was the principal in a public school in one of the most violent areas of D.C., fights all the time, and after instituting this program in his public school, violence decreased significantly. He said it was, it's miraculous what it can do because it reduces individual and social stress. Well, now, where did trans- transcendental meditation come from? Well, I'm glad you asked that. It's, it's the most ancient technique of meditation. Uh, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who's from India, revived this ancient technique and brought it out to the world about 50 years ago. And uh, it's funny that for so many centuries before Maharishi began teaching, the idea of meditation was it's only for monks. You've got to work at it for years. Get in a cave and go at it, and God, you know, good luck. Uh, Maharishi came out with a, a radical idea. He was considered very radical, and that is, no, no, meditation is actually the most simple and natural thing you could do. It's just as natural as walking, talking, or speaking, you know. It's, it's something that children could do as well as adults. Well, that was a big turnaround, and he developed a curriculum and trained teachers so that people could po- properly learn how to practice meditation so that they could actually achieve the meditative state themselves. Well, now, how does transcendental meditation affect the brain physiology? I know that's one of your... Our study at American University currently uh, involves some of the nation's top brain scientists. We're looking at the effect on the brain functioning 
that meditation produces, both during and after meditation. Now, people know, I'm going to bring, bring up something about the brain, people realize, and that is when you get stressed, you notice how you're, you get excited and you start blurting out things, you start acting erratically without, you know, you don't, later you go, I don't know what I was thinking. I just, you know, I lost control. That's because the prefrontal cortex, the frontal area of your brain, it's right behind your forehead. That area of the brain is like your manager of the brain. It's the CEO of the brain. It, uh, it's in charge of executive functioning, of decision-making, planning. And that area of the brain under stress goes offline because it's a, it's a biological you know, phenomenon that when you're stressed, for example, when you step out in the street and a car's coming at you right away, you, don't, you shouldn't be thinking. You should just be reacting. Exactly. So the frontal area goes <laughs> offline, and you just react yeah. and save your life. Exactly. That's a natural thing. But what happens, unfortunately, in our modern society is that we're under stress so much that with chronic stress, that area of the brain shuts down chronically. And so we lose our ability to have executive functioning and planning. That's why in our society, Parthenia, look how many people, as a result of stress, get into trouble. Mm-hmm. And TM is a way, is now in research been found to enliven the frontal cortex. It helps people so that outside of meditation, they're thinking more clearly with better executive functioning. Stress comes up. They don't get overwhelmed by it. They keep their cool. And when you were talking about athletes, let's just remember something. The athletes we like the, the most, the top athlete on the Eagles, the 76ers, any, any team you can mention, those top athletes are the ones who keep their cool in the midst of intensity. They have better brain functioning. They're more naturally experiencing higher consciousness. Very, very good and very true. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Our program is sponsored, as I said earlier, by Alternative Medicine Therapies, main office in the Tubala Plaza building, Suite 300 in Ballakinwood, Pennsylvania. I want you to um, visit our website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office at 610-660-7710. And stay tuned for our return with Dr. Mario Orsati from the Transcendental Meditation Organization, Founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. We're talking about the organization, the university, and their peace initiative in the school. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. 
And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard's radio program each Saturday morning at 9 on AM 860 WWDB. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izzard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with an holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, at my new time, Saturday mornings at 9, only on AM 860 WWDB. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Our guest next week, February 10, 2007, will be Mike Cook, author of Thrive, uh, an almost holistic approach to the workplace. Uh, Also, um, remember that the 800 number should be working next week. Um, I know today there's technical something technical going on keeping that from happening, but I'm glad you have been emailing us at wellnessradio at amtherapies.com. Uh, now we're talking with Dr. Mario Orsati from the Transcendental Meditation Organization founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Yes, uh, and keeping their cool, athletes, we've we've seen in the news those athletes that haven't been able to do so. And it's a nice, you know, maybe if maybe they're listening or someone who knows them is listening and uh, can pass that on to them. Um what about the reversal of aging? I, I, if you can briefly talk about that, and then I'd like to get some information about the Maharishi Vedic city. Well, you know, aging is influenced so much by stress. Uh, don't all of us notice what happens to our presidents, uh, how they look a couple of years in office. As they get out, they look like they age 20 years. Oh, my word. Uh, no, I, we're all under stress, and we're in a, just this society of intense stress and it impacts our aging now it's been found in research that people who practice transcendental meditation have a younger biological age than control subjects from the same background going through the same experience who don't practice the technique it makes sense yeah mm-hmm. it's a, it's you know we have a simple way of understanding the effects of TM on people by just understanding what stress does to us in life. Parthenia, I want to ask you a question. You okay. said your dad yeah. uh, gave you a copy of a book on Transcendental Meditation by Marshi. Is there anything about that book that struck you? You know, was there something that for you personally you thought, boy, this is an interesting thing? And I, I assume this happened some years ago. Well, yes, it did. I was just a child, only a few years ago, but yes, I was a child. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing, well, first of all, looking at Maharishi, on the cover was a picture of Maharishi. So that was was very calming. Uh, And I have to admit, just the fact, of course, that my father gave it to me was uh, significant. But it was just very simple. I mean, as a child, I could read the book and practice my meditation. And um, so, if nothing else, that was the the most uh, impressive part because I could do it, started at that young an age, and be able to do it for the rest of my life. So I think the simplicity of it um, was certainly uh, impressive. And then, of course, I've you know had the benefits all my life. Um, and uh, um, you know, yeah. you know, you're not supposed to turn the program around and ask 
the host of the oh, You know that. Well, I'm But I sorry. still love you, and it's okay. <laughs> well, I just want to say, you know, it brings up such a wonderful thing that our parents, our grandparents, they want the best for us. Yeah. And what's the best? Do they... Is it the, in the bank account or whatever? No. no, of course they want us to be successful and secure, but mainly they want us to be happy. Mm-hmm. And your father thought, now, this is something, this is the essential nature of happiness. It's inner happiness. It won't depend on what you go through in your life. You're going to go through tr- troubles and challenges and this and that, but if you can develop your inner happiness, then your parent is going to know they gave you the very best gift they could. Mm, that's, nice. that's an amazing thing. Now, you know, our schools are like parents. Our teachers are like parents. That's why educators are rising to say we want to give children more than just information. We want to give them a technique to develop inner happiness and inner strength. That's why Transcendental Meditation is spreading in American education, and we're going to see in the next 20 years, you know, by 2020, we're going to see schools everywhere in every city offering TM as a technique for students. That's it, and teachers, too. Well, I think that's a wonderful place for us to close. It gives us something wonderful to hope for and expect, and I'm certainly going to do my best to put you in touch with some people here in Philadelphia who might be able to get that in the school? You know, there are schools. We were already in discussion with some schools in Philadelphia Wonderful. and in South Jersey. Okay. If people want to find out more about that, they can call the coordinator of that program, Linda Richardson, and her number is two six seven two four two six six eight eight. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Orsati, for today. It's been a pleasure. And we look forward to having you again sometime. Nothing like being in my hometown. (laughs) Okay, bye, Joey. (laughs) All right, (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye. Yes, now it's time for our herb of the day. Chase tree. The part used medicinally are the fruit and the leaf. Some of the phytochemicals are the alpha-pinene, flavonoids, limonene, pinene, progesterone, and testosterone. According to Balk and Balk, it has a calming and soothing effect, relieves muscle cramps, and regulates and normalizes hormone levels and menstrual cycles. Caution should be taken not to use it during pregnancy and not to give it to children. And for our asana, today's asana, Pavrita Janu Sirsasana. Sit in Dadasana, bend the right knee, as in Juna Sirsasana. Take it back as far as it will go without disturbing the left leg. Turn to the right with the hips and the sides of the body almost in line with the left leg. Place the right hand behind the right hip and the left hand in front of the left thigh or on the leg. Stretch up. Pull the top of the left thigh slightly back. Exhale. Bend the trunk sideways and extend it over the leg. At the same time, turn it up, bringing the left side forward and turning the right side back. As the trunk goes down, extend the left arm toward the foot, turn the hand up, and hold the foot with the thumb on top and the fingers on the sole. Bend the elbow and place it on the floor in front of the left leg. Use it as a lever to bring the left side of the body over the thigh. Extend the right arm over the ear toward the left foot. Hold the outer edge of the foot with the thumb on top. Turn the hips, waist, chest, and shoulders by pulling on the foot from both sides 
and pressing the right elbow back. Turn between the arms and look up, say for from 20 to 30 seconds. You have been listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard at WWDB 860 AM and Voice America Radio's Seventh Wave Network. Our guest next weekend, February 10, will be Mike Cook, author of Thrive, an almost holistic approach to the workplace. The herb will be chickweed, yasana, kurmasana. As you know, we're simulcast now on the Seventh Wave Network. You can get the link on my website, and it will take you right to the page where you can listen to the program. Remember, the show airs again on the Seventh Wave Network uh, 12 hours from now at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we are welcome to have interns and current events items sent to this program. Um, your, uh, the things that we offer through alternative medicine therapies are uh, iridology and kinesiology assessments, consultations in nutrition, meditation, acupressure. Uh, we have psychosocial consultations that incorporate box floral essence remedies, remote and video conferencing. Visit my website, www.amtherapies.com. And participate in the blog, subscribe to the newsletter, download the radio program, see who our future guests will be. Wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. Be well. AM860 is WWDB Philadelphia, the Delaware Valley's only Money Talk Radio. Fox News Radio, I'm Rod Fritz. The death toll in Florida now up to 20 from the tornado which touched down yesterday. Recovery and cleanup continues. Live in Central Florida, Fox News Radio's Holly Hickman. Holly, any word from the feds on help from Washington? Rod, Governor Charlie Crist is waiting for President Bush to release federal funding. I talked to the president yesterday.